Welcome to Whiskey and Lemon. I'm Lana Mercedes, and I'm so excited for this episode today. We are discussing some questions that I received on social media, and these sharing episodes seem to be very popular, so I want to make sure I keep giving you what you want. This episode is all about reality versus imagination. The first message is, I have been with my husband for almost seven years now, and it gets me so angry when he's mad about something and won't admit to it. This debate is what starts most of our arguments, and I don't know how to get him to just tell me what's bothering him. I absolutely love this question. I have dealt with this. My partner has dealt with this. And anyone listening that has ever had a partner has dealt with this, and their partners have dealt with it as well. Basically, anyone who has been or is currently in a relationship has dealt with this is my point. What I'm about to say is going to be so hard to put into practice, and you will slip up sometimes. But you cannot tell your partner how they are feeling. You can't. Even if you think you know for certain, it's still a guess. What you think your partner is thinking is fully made up unless they have expressed it themselves. Reality is them voicing what they are thinking. Imagination is what you assume they are thinking. Trust is an essential part of a relationship. And if you have convinced yourself that you know what is going on in your partner's mind more than they do, you are invalidating the trust you have in them. And not only is that going to be brewing in your subconscious, but they are going to see it as well. The last thing conflict should stem from is a debate on whether or not a person is feeling conflict to begin with. Here's the thing. There are so many things going on in the world that no person is going to feel great 24-7. And that's not your battle to always try to get involved in or try to repair. Sometimes people are just neutral. They aren't feeling on top of the world, but they are also not pissed off. They're just somewhere in the middle. And that is their right. Being on 10 24-7 is exhausting and also can lead to more stress because you constantly feel the need to put on this image. And when you can't, you're crucified for it. So just let people be. Sometimes they just need to sit in whatever mood feels most comfortable for them at that particular moment. They could be doing perfectly fine and well, but if you walk over and start picking at them and telling them that they're bothered when they're not, you're basically saying you're uncomfortable in whatever place they are comfortable in right now, and they need to change their behavior to make you feel better. When you think about it, it can be a little self-absorbed, right? Obviously, I'm not talking about extreme moods, like your partner screaming and crying and showing signs of depression, et cetera. You have to play those by ear to make sure that you're safe or also to provide some support to your partner if need be. However, if they are always smiling and today they're just not, they have a right. Sometimes people just want to be, or even if they are a little ticked off, it may not have anything to do with you. And it may not be something they want to discuss in the moment or ever, or maybe it does have something to do with you and they still don't want to talk about it right now. They need time to process, or maybe they want to just let it go because they don't feel like it's worth arguing about. But insisting they open up or stroking your own ego by telling them that they better behave in a way that makes you feel more comfortable is not the way and will only cause more of a divide. Seek to support your partner or let them just see that you can accept them even when they are not on 10. Otherwise, they'll get the impression that you only accept them when they are in a perfect space and not all of the time. As difficult as it may be, Let your partner tell you if something is wrong. And if you are really concerned, you can even ask, is everything okay? But saying things like, why do you have an attitude problem? I know you're pissed, but fine, deny it. 
is only being provocative and showing your lack of maturity and understanding that people can experience a range of emotions and it doesn't necessarily mean that there is a problem. Instead of being a partner that someone needs to feel they need to be buttoned up with all the time, be the partner that they can feel their most comfortable self with. That includes days where they are a little less enthusiastic than they usually would be. Choose to believe them when they say everything goes okay, unless, of course, you're actually concerned for their well-being. Number two, I had a job interview for a position that I really wanted and I completely bombed it. I haven't heard back from the employer yet, but I'm sure I ruined my chances and I'm grappling with how to move past it. Hello. Hi. Some key words you're saying are, I'm sure I ruined my chances, which in definition is actually the opposite in the context that you used it. You're expressing that you feel confident that you bombed this interview, but you don't know for sure. I received this question some time ago, so I hope this interview is far removed from your mind now, whether you got the job or you didn't. What we can do in these instances is try not to panic. There's a very small amount of things that we worry about that we can actually control. It's important to apply to a job you want, but essentially put it out of your mind after you do so. If you're in an interview process and you want to follow up, that's fine. But if no interviews have been conducted, just tell yourself that that job is gone so that you're not thinking about it nonstop. If an interviewer, in fact, did already let you know that you weren't selected for this position, you can always ask for feedback on the interview. Not everyone will respond and provide the information that you've asked for, but it is worth a try. And if there is something specific you feel you messed up on, just practice not doing that in your next interview. Ruminating on it negatively won't do you any good. Number three, I've been dating this guy for about six months now, and I want to make it official, but don't want to seem too overbearing and freak him out or ruin what we have. How can I approach this conversation? I'm guessing almost every woman listening to this can relate to this question and probably went back to a specific memory of when this thought crossed their mind. I'm of the mentality that you state your expectations in any type of relationship. Don't ask if you two can make it official because you're giving up all your control. The power should be equal. And stating your expectations and seeing if that person can meet you there is all you really can do. If this is where you're at, and you're not getting what you want, it'll make you unhappy. So speak up. It's not overbearing if that's what you want. It may be too much for this particular guy, but it doesn't mean that he gets what he wants and you don't. There needs to be either a discussion on how it can still work or not. If you expressing what you want out of this relationship freaks him out, then he just isn't the guy for you. And I'm not saying he's a bad guy, but freak out to me implies that he isn't calmly communicating that he either isn't ready or that's just not what he wants whatever reason or excuse he gives. And again, I'm not saying he's a bad guy, just that the two of you aren't currently aligned. And maybe that's something you can discuss and revisit, or you two decide that you both want different things at the moment and part ways. Communication is key. You approach the conversation by expressing your needs and wants, your expectations and why. And then you continue to discuss together. This will be a good testament to further communication in your relationship either way. Number four, my fiance has just dropped the bomb on me that he never wants to have kids. We discussed it early in our relationship and he has always expressed wanting them. And now he has a change of heart. He said he should change his mind. He said he could change his mind in the future, but he doesn't think he will. I'm devastated. I've always wanted to be a mom and now I don't know what to do. Damn, this is tough. You did say that you both discussed early on in your relationship 
which is great. But one thing I will try to, I will make sure to say is whenever you're discussing this, try to direct any frustration toward the situation and not your fiance. Hopefully he communicated his change of heart in a respectful and understanding manner. And he just wants to let you know now and not later. As much as it can feel like a blindside, we're allowed to change our minds. We evolve as people and things that we wanted or didn't want in the past can then change in the future. Some people want a legal marriage and then decide they would rather make a commitment without the government being involved or vice versa. Sometimes it's a situation like this with children, or maybe someone may not want kids and then they decide that they do. There are some hard hitting situations in which people can have a change of heart. And you know, we can't control how we feel about things. Maybe your fiance has seen how difficult it is to raise kids or hell, how expensive it is because the economy is brutal right now. But my point is that that's just a couple of the many reasons why someone would change their mind about being a parent. At the end of your message, you mentioned that he could change his mind in the future, but doesn't think he will. And that's possible, but I wouldn't hold on to that if I were you. You don't want to try to convince him of something. And you certainly don't want to set yourself up with these high hopes that most likely won't get met. Neither one of you will be happy with that path and you could develop resentment. It all depends on what fully transpired in this conversation because obviously ending your relationship now won't provide you with children immediately after unless you explore a bank or adoption agency to have kids on your own. I think continuing these conversations to see if there is one particular thing that has your partner no longer wanting to be a parent is a good place to start. If this is something you two can work through, then maybe it's not officially off the table. If it's not something that can be worked through, then unfortunately, there really isn't much compromise that can be done here. Continue the conversation, again, not by a place of anger, as hard as that may be, but by seeking to understand more about your partner's decision and then go from there. And lastly, message number five. My best friend has cut me off and I don't know why. I can't think of anything during our last interaction that I could have done wrong but he has just stated that we can't be friends anymore. And I recently found out that he's dating someone and maybe she doesn't like him being so close with someone of the opposite sex. So it sounds like you did have a conversation with this friend of yours and he told you that he can't be friends with you anymore. I'm going to move forward with that assumption versus this be hearsay. Though I will say if it's hearsay, it doesn't hurt to reach out and ask if you two can talk or even just texting and asking if something happened and letting them know that you miss them as a friend. Otherwise, let's say the friend did tell you this. Some people handle getting into relationships differently. I'm not saying one way is better than the other, but just different. Some just get busy and wrapped up in this new connection that they have. But if this person is specifically stating that you two cannot be friends, it may be, or at least may feel as though this is more final and I know that sucks. It could be their level of comfort with maintaining a friendship with you while also seeing someone else. Maybe this friendship was a little bit too close for him to maintain while also seeing this new person. Or maybe he just spoke too abruptly and meant that he wants to prioritize this person in his life. Oftentimes, the opposite sex friends we have, or even any friends, could be kind of put in the back seat because the partner we have is our top priority. And I am of the mindset that they should be. Your partner is who you want to essentially build a life with, and that should come before friends eventually. I get that this was pretty early on, and maybe he doesn't know that person very well yet enough to make that decision, but unfortunately, it's not a decision that you make. It's one he gets to make. 
I have male friends of the opposite sex, but they cannot come ahead of my relationship. I have friends that I have known for years, decades, and I wouldn't want to give up those friendships because your friends are also your support system. What I will say is early on, some people can get smitten or something along those lines and can devote attention to everyone because their priority is getting to know their new person. The best you can do right now is to give it time. Maybe down the road, you will all be friends, or you can at least not be so completely closed off from your friend. Again, only he knows why he said what he said. But for now, you have to respect it and provide yourself some closure by seeing clarity that he may have just made the decision that he thought was best for him at the moment. I have two quotes for you this week. The first one is by Claudia Gray. It's not the things you don't know that trip you up. It's the things you think you know, but you don't. You fail to ask a certain question because you believe you know the answer. Separating your information from your assumptions can be very tricky business. And Joseph Murphy, all of us have our own inner fears, beliefs, opinions. These inner assumptions rule and govern our lives. A suggestion has no power in and of itself. Its power arises from the fact that you accept it mentally. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Find me at Haylana Mercedes on Instagram to submit your questions and topic suggestions. Thanks for listening. Thank you.